The Blessed and Bougie Podcast is a spot where I come to talk about living as a God's girl while enjoying life blessings, all while standing boldly on his word. It is designed to break the false barrier that you can't live with God being first and have a fun-filled faith life. I'm your host, Barbara, known as the Bougie Believer. Welcome to the show. Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of the Blessed and Bougie Podcast. This is your host, Barbara C. If you are oldie but a goodie, thank you so much for holding your girl down every time I release a podcast. If this is your first time and you just happen to stumble up on my podcast, you're like, who is this lady? Welcome. I hope that something is said or shared that will encourage you to become a part of this community. I'm asking all of you guys to please, please do me a favor. Go over to iTunes. Leave me five stars. If you think it deserves five stars, leave me a review. It's absolutely free. Takes about 10 seconds of your time. And it just allows the possibility and opportunity for others to reach or hear this podcast. You never know. Who needs to hear this word and it may help them in their space, wherever they may be on their journey. You guys, the only other thing I want to say before we jump right into it is y'all already know by now your girl is live over in the YouTube world. Go over there and check it out. Subscribe, subscribe and come along with me on this journey as I juggle life. Y'all, let's go. Y'all already know. Is you in your cozy spot? What you drinking on? I want to know what you drinking on. So now, if you don't be here for any amount of time, right? You already know. I'm in my cozy spot. I'm actually up in my room this time. I brought my mic upstairs. I might let the desk downstairs. But this is my cozy spot. Any place in my master bedroom is a cozy spot for me. And I am enjoying the view, looking outside of my bedroom balcony. I got like a little lake view back there, right? God is good. So I'm in a real cozy spot, and I'm drinking on my alkaline water. Y'all know I got to get that water down. So that's what I'm doing. I need more y'all to be telling me what you're sipping on when you're listening to the podcast. I be waiting to hear from you. I'm interested. I really want to know. I'm not just asking you that question to be rhetoric about it. I want to know, like, yo, what you drinking on? Y'all, let's get into it, because y'all already know how I am when I get y'all on these podcasts. Y'all like my cyber BFFs. But today on the podcast, you already know by the title, we're talking about relationships. Y'all, relationships. But specifically for this particular podcast, I'm going to take it in a different direction, because you might have been thinking I was talking about my romantic relationship. I ain't finna get y'all my business. <laughs> I'm talking about specifically a relationship with God. And right now, I just want to say this to you guys because this was given to me. Y'all already know how I am with my podcast. If you've been here for a minute with your girl, you know I just don't release podcasts as often as I should or could because I truly wait to hear 
to get a word that inspires me and then I give it to you guys because I hope that it will inspire you and be impactful in your lives. So right now I'm going to pray that if you have never done so, that you will truly listen to this podcast to the very end so that you can be strengthened and empowered by God himself as he drops true revelation here for each of you. And y'all, we're back. But before we continue with the podcast, I really need to tell you guys, I know this is a right now word for somebody because the enemy is doing his best to prevent me from getting this word out. But this podcast will get recorded and it will get released. Like, I have never had any issues with my Wi-Fi. All of a sudden, my Wi-Fi want to go in and out, in and out. And then my daughter, she jumps up off of her computer. She's downstairs in class. And she goes and turns the complete Wi-Fi off. Uh, what is going on? But that's okay, because y'all already know, I come up against the enemy and its plans. And this podcast will be reaching who it is divinely connected for. So y'all, let's get back into it. Three words. I need you to take it down if you got the journals. I hope you do. God loves you. If you don't remember or take away anything else from this particular podcast, those three words, God loves you. He desires a relationship with you. I need you to hear me and understand me here. And that's important to know because watch this. There is nothing that you can do that will ever separate you from the love of God. Your mistakes, your failures, your addictions, your brokenness, your flaws. Yes, all of that. He knows it. And yet, he has still committed to loving you forever. But that's not my that's not me saying that. That's not me telling you that. That's his promise. It's in his word that there is nothing you can do that will ever separate you from the love of God. And I needed to get that out there. I needed to point out that even in your mess, even in your brokenness, even in your sinful ways, that he loves you because his desire is for you to draw near to him so that he can draw near to you. Draw near to God even while you're in your mess and allow him to bless you in your mess. Now, it was important for me to get all that out of the way so that I can take you guys to this next uh, this next point in this podcast. The enemy, the liar, the deceiver, the destroyer, he comes up against us in our thoughts. You know how you say, you playing a mind game, you playing a little games. That's what he do. He plays mind games. That is where it starts. Take this. Have you ever disobeyed God's commandments? Any of them. You told a lie. You said you wasn't going to smoke no more, but you smoked again. You said you wasn't going to have do fornication, but you fell into fornication again. Whatever your place of brokenness may be, right? I don't need to point them out. And if I ain't come down your street, don't worry about it. Turn around the block. You over there. Take yours. Whatever it is, the enemy has now begun to use that to play in our minds. So now because you have fell back into your sinful ways, Watch the enemy. You can hear him speaking to you. Oh, well, ain't no need for you praying no more. Ain't no need for you going to God, going to church or seeking God. God mad with you. He don't want to hear from you. So now he got you thinking, surely God don't want me. 
Surely he's not going to accept me after this. Okay, God is sick of me saying, I'm going to do the right thing and I keep doing the wrong thing. Yeah, yeah, sounds familiar. Because that's what that little red devil wants you to think. But I am here. God has sent me on this assignment to break down that false barrier. God forgives and he still loves you. And yes, he wants to hear from you. Let's go. We know this podcast is about relationships, right? So since we talk about relationships, let's hone in to the relationship with you and God so that we can beat this thoughts that the enemy tries to play in your head and you can get the real simple recipe. Example, because you know I like to get examples and break them down. Have you ever disappointed a friend or a loved one? I'm sure you have. All of us have disappointed someone that we love at one point or another. But when you disappointed that person, when you fell short in your commitment, in your obligations, in your promises, did you run away from that person and to decide? And did you decide that the relationship was over? Or did you go and apologize, talk things over, and you make up? Now, depending on where your conflict resolution skills are, you might have did some yelling, you might have did some fussing, you might have even did some cursing, girl. But the point was, you didn't completely run away from that relationship because two things. You desired to stay in a relationship with that person, regardless if it's platonic or romantic. And number two, you love that person. So that relationship was worth you forgiving, talking things out, and remaining in that relationship with that person. There is no difference with that relationship and the relationship that we have with God. No matter what we do, no matter how we fail and come short, we need to go back to God. We need to apologize. We need to ask for forgiveness. We need to talk to God and ask him to help us. He is waiting. He wants to hear from us. He says that we can ask for forgiveness and he is just and faithful to forgive us. And here's the cool thing. We don't even have to worry about him holding it over our heads or walking around feeling guilty or with shame. Y'all, like that's good news in itself. Because how many of us, let's keep it real, if we, if somebody hurt us, somebody lied to us, did something to us, cheated on us, how many of us gonna quickly walk around, not only forget them, forgive them, I'm sorry, but forget about it. Like totally forget about it. Listen to this. God says, when you ask him for forgiveness for the things that you've done wrong, not only will he forgive you, he forgets it. He says he doesn't even remember it anymore. You better jump right there. He says he doesn't remember it anymore. Now, I don't know about y'all, but I'm going to keep it real. You do me wrong, and I might forget, I might forgive you, but I ain't going to forget that you crossed me two years ago. I, I'm going to forgive you because it's the Jesus in me. But, girl, I'm going to remember I'm remember, or I don't know about you, but when I do things that I know I ain't supposed to do, those things that we know are against God's commandments and the characteristics in which he has required us to live, like I know I ain't by myself, so I'm going to speak my truth, right? Living in my fornication, being manipulatively, being manipulative, I'm sorry, lying, right? 
getting the attitude, snapping on people, clapping back. Yeah, that was me. Some of those things are still me, right? I walk in my truth. But what keeps me in line in this relationship with God is because I seek him every day, all day, right? And I ask him to help me because he is the only way that I can truly get delivered from any and all of the ways that I live or the things that I do that are against God's principles and those ways that he has called me to live as a servant, as a child, as a daughter to the Most High God. So I need you guys to just take all of that, right? And just get what I'm trying to tell you. God loves you. It doesn't matter what you've done or what you will do because none of us are without flaws. None of us are perfect. We are ever trying to perfect ourselves in the faith. So you will make a mistake again. But you need to understand that it is important that when you make a mistake and when you fall short, when you fall into sin, that you come with a heart of repentance. That means now you ain't going to be coming for God. Wait, let me check you. You ain't going to be coming for God because he said in his word he's going to forgive you with like an attitude and like he owe you something. You need to humble yourself. You need to humble yourself, come with a repentant heart, seeking and really having a true desire to be changed. And then allow him to do the work. <laughs> allow him to do the work. Y'all know I get personal about my father. Like, don't be trying him. <laughs> but he says he wants that relationship with you. He doesn't want you walking around in guilt or feeling shame or embarrassment. Because those are the things that the enemy is going to try to keep and reminding you of so that you cannot come to God and so that you won't talk to God about it, so that you won't ask God to forgive you. God is saying, invite me in. He's saying, invite me in. Talk to me daily. Ask me. Y'all, oh, what a friend we have in Jesus. Most recently here, now more than ever, you guys, based upon the things that I hear and see in my personal life, even on the social media platforms, it is my opinion that more people really desire a closer relationship with God. It's like they are eagerly anticipating hearing his audible voice. They want to be led. They want to be guided by God himself. And I think a lot of people are just, they either I, A, don't know, or two, they're frustrated because they're not getting the results that they're looking for or they're not getting the results that they are seeing or hearing from other people, other believers. You know, most recently on social media, on all these, you know, with the COVID, everybody has a live. So on these uh, Facebook lives, Instagram lives, a lot of believers and no shade is being thrown because God is God and that's how he works. A lot of believers are talking about how they are hearing profoundly and clearly and with clarity, clearly and with clarity from God. That God is guiding them in business decisions, relational matters, or just how to make day-to-day -day decisions. And this is popping up a question from a lot of newbies in the Christian, in the faith. It's, it, it's popping up a, a, a lot of questions for people who in general, you know, just maybe out of curiosity want to know, well, how can I hear from God? And so the question, the answer to that question is simple. A lot of people think it's more complicated than it really is, but it's not. The answer is simple. It's what time are you spending with God? Are you even spending time with God? And if you are, how often are you spending time for God, with God? Listen, 
Hearing from God requires having a, and we're going back to the topic, it requires you to have a relationship with him. The relationship with God is just like any other person in your life. You will get out of it what you put into it. Listen, you can't meet nobody, no man or no woman, and try to get into a relationship without spending time with them. You don't know what their likes are, their dislikes are. You don't know what they like to do. You don't know what their goals, their ambitions are. You don't know what their flaws are. You don't know nothing about them unless you take the time to spend with them. You have to spend time with them. And I ain't talking about you hollering at them once a month because we already know if you hollering at them once a month, then that relationship is really not going anywhere. We already know that. You really don't know nothing about that person. You don't know him and he and she don't know you. The only way you're going to get to spend, the only way you're going to get to know that person is to spend time with that person. You're going to get to know that person by going out on dates with that person, by hanging with that person, by chilling with that person, right? It's the same thing with God. You cannot, you cannot get that type of relationship that you see others with where they hear from God clearly. If you haven't spent the time with God, if you haven't invested what they have with God. God is personal for each one of us. He speaks to us at our needs, what we need from him, what our desires are from him, where we at and what his plan is for us. So in order for you to really get what God has for you, you need to spend time with God. You need to take that relationship and be committed to it. The way you are committed with your platonic relationships, your girlfriends, the same way you hanging out with them. Take God with you. Stop just talking to him in the morning. Good morning, God. Thank you for taking me to work. Oh, God, forgive me. No, 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 no. Are you talking to him? Are you asking him what his plans is for your day? Are you asking him what is it that he wants from you? Are you admittedly being honest with him and telling him the things that you fall short in? Are you saying to him, God, I'm struggling with this. I need your help. I can't do this on my own. You're not inviting him to help you, but you want him to help you. Oh, but you think he's a genie because then you want him to get you that promotion. Oh, I'm going to go see y'all already know. You want him to get you that promotion. But you ain't did nothing inside of what he's called you to do for the last six months. A relationship. That's not how a relationship works in real life. You got to spend time with him. Now, I was on that side of it. Y'all already know how I like to do it. I got to break it down for my peoples who tuned in, who not really that uh, let's just say you're a babe in Christ right now. You're a babe in the faith. And you need me to give you more a practical example. I got you. I'm ready. Let's go. So I'm going to give you an example or a story, if you will. It's going to be real brief. And then I'm going to give you some nuggets because you know you got to take some nuggets down. We're going to give you an example. And for this example, the main character is going to be called Our Father. Quote, unquote, Our, O-U-R, Father. F-A-T-H-E-R. Okay? And in this particular example, this story, if you will, the father has two friends, friend A and friend B. Spend, friend A spends quality time with our father, talking, laughing, crying. She takes our father out with her on lunch dates, on her spa dates. She even takes him to her Starbucks runs, even on her family vacations. He is the first person she talks to in the morning and the last person she talks to before, before going to bed at night. So just from that brief base scenario, we can just gather, if we will, that friend A probably has a close, a close relationship with our father. Friend A will probably have no problem identifying our father's likes and dislikes and what he requires in her life. She will probably be familiar with his voice since she talks to him frequently throughout the day. 
She spends several times a week with him, just putting in some really quality time. She hears him clearly when he says, Oh no, sis, he is not the husband for you. He is not the one I chose for you. Or when he says, go ahead, start the business now. Don't worry about how. It's already worked out. She got that relationship with him. So he's constantly leading and guiding her every day. So now when it comes time for her to have a big decision in her life that she has already been talking to him about, she can, hearly, she can clearly hear him when he tells her what to do in that particular situation. Let's talk about friend B because we're moving through. Friend B. Love God the same. God loves her too. But due to the hustle and bustle of everyday life, family obligations, she has a full-time job, she's running a part-time business, she's involved with all the extra activities with her kids. Friend B, let's just say she might not have or she might not make much time to spend with our father. Not because she doesn't want to, but you know, a busy schedule. Uh, just life. So she might holler at our father when she wakes up in the morning or periodically throughout the day or maybe a couple of times a week. She may be like, hey, God, when she catch a moment, when she can catch her breath. Or, you know what, during the holidays, she spends time with him because that's when most, most families reflect on God and Jesus' birth during the holiday. So she spends a little time with him during the holiday. We can probably gather just from that particular story that this friend is still loved by God but she would probably have sort of a distance relationship with God. Friend B, she might not hear our, our father when he is speaking to her throughout her day due to all the noise, distractions, and all the other things that she has going on. She probably didn't feel our father nudging her not to sign that business deal or to take another route so that she can avoid that traffic jam that was ahead. She probably heard something or felt something, but she wasn't quite sure if that was the voice of our father. Well, you know, because she's not too familiar with his voice or the feeling of his presence. Because, you know, she really doesn't get, a t get the time to spend as much time with him. Think about it. It doesn't matter whether you can relate to friend A or B in this story. Please know this, that the main character, which is our father, he loves you both the same. And as you can see in both examples, he is still with both friends at all times. The difference is the one spending the time and seeking him can clearly hear and feel him leading and guiding her. Whereas friend B, who really can't put in as much time, can't really feel him or hear him with the audible voice when he's clearly leading and guiding her. The book of Jeremiah 29, chapter 13 say, When you look for me with your heart, all your heart, you will find me. When you look for me with all of your heart, you will find me. So for those of y'all who are in this relationship with God, and you want to hear God for yourself. I admonish you today to spend time with him. Get committed to your relationship with him. Love on him. Take him to Barnes and Nobles with you. Take him to the park with you. And if you're asking me, Barbara, how do I do that? I am so glad that you want to know. 
It is simple. You talk to him throughout the day. You read his word. You get into his word. You ask him to give you the wisdom, the knowledge, the wisdom, and understanding that comes from his word and how it affects you, where you're at right now in your life. You ask him. You invite him each morning as you wake. You ask him what it is his plans for your day. Ask him. He'll answer you. Most importantly, take some time out to get to a place of solitude, a place of quietness, where you spend 5, 10, 15 minutes with him and just sit in silence and speak to him, ask him, and then wait to hear from him. We're going to close this thing out, but I hope you got your pen and paper because you already know I'm going to give you a few pearls to practice and some nuggets to note. Let's go. Number one, relationships take time. You don't jump into a relationship today and ask for a mansion tomorrow. Nah, I'm almost sure of it. It ain't happening that way. Our father, our father, he ain't no fairy godmother. So quit getting to know God today and then tomorrow you want him to put you in a mansion. Spend some time with him. Number two, relationships take dedication and commitment. Set apart time each day to talk to our father. It doesn't have to be hours upon hours every day. But do the work. Be intentional. Be committed. Set your clock. Block out your schedule. Whatever it takes, make it happen. You will be glad that you did. Number three, relationships take sacrifice. Yeah, you're going to have to give up some things, some people, some places. Maybe even put down your plates. Yeah, put down your plates. Go into a little fast and spend a little time with him. But hey... When you take that time with him, our Father will lead and guide you on what what it is he wants from you. You will be able to hear him clearly and with clarity. Number four, relationships require communication. Pray with him, to him, talk to him, and listen from him. Communication is essential to strengthening your relationship with our Father. And number five, relationships require work. Obey his commandments, study his word, and show gratitude y'all it is it that was a word for me i know it's a word for you take it i pray that your relationship with our father grows it is strengthened and i pray that he will give you clarity that it will be clear on his desires his wills and his plans for your life i love you guys so much thank you so much for joining me on this particular podcast make sure you subscribe go follow me on youtube and i'll catch you guys over on ig later you guys